0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with Shopify.
1: Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat
2: owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.
0: need anything or are we jumping right in? I think we're good. I'm good. Hey. Hello and welcome to Under the Trenchcoat, the after show bonus episode for Riven, the Shattered Continent. I am Ken Brown, your dungeon master.
1: I'm Brad, your uh, social media guy, since Nick gave me shit about that earlier.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say I'm Nick, and I feel like Brad only said extra words because at dinner I specifically said he never says extra words. <laughs> That's exactly why.
1: So I, I I'm asking a question right off the bat, mm-hmm. Oof, because I think I think you should you can tell us at this point what percentage of the city did we save? Seventy-eight percent
2: hell i mean oh god that's more than that's, i expected I, that's um, more I than i
1: expected too but there's still a lot of people that died
2: not necessarily well, I mean,
1: all
0: of them died uh, I, I'll, I'll say that right off the bat not necessarily well, yeah, all of them died because she just,
2: she's just gonna take some because she needs power and then she can subjugate the rest all they have to do is bend the knee yeah no but i mean it's, the, i mean it's <laughs> You you say yeah, it's entirely fucking fair. That's what she wants.
0: I, there's there's damage that was done because of the because of the quakes, uh, which there there was a number of them. Uh, her exploding out uh, is is definitely a concern. Uh, you know that there, it, but not everybody who stayed behind will die. Uh, I'm not just saying automatically that that 22 percent is doomed, because they're not. Uh, But people died. Uh, There's a catastrophe like that in a city as large as Aetherport is,
1: uh, people are going to die. So, more detailed question. mm -hmm. That 22% is roughly how many people? Uh, I... Mm. sorry <laughs> I, I hadn't put I,
0: I put some thought into this but not a ton Uh,
1: it's just one of those things that my mind is super curious about so. I it,
0: I would say you're probably talking like between two and five thousand Ouch. Like somewhere in that neighborhood, I don't have a pin yeah, in the I exact mean, number. Uh, also, could be worse, but ouch. Yeah. I, mean, it, you know, because Aetherport was big, you know, uh-huh. it, it was fairly large. And, you know, getting a 78% of people from there for sure to safety, it, you know, at least out of the city. Is is a huge chunk of, the, and,
1: of that, and most of those two to five thousand were probably the rich fuckers.
0: <laughs> Not necessarily,
1: because the the Richie Rich area is,
0: uh, with, it was definitely the lowest percentage that you got of successful uh, exfiltration.
1: Uh, but also the smallest area. But,
0: but it's one of the smallest areas, yes is obviously that isn't going to be a significant chunk of the population. Uh, just because that's how fucking economies work.
1: Uh, right.
0: So I, yeah, it was, it, it was the lowest percentage, but also lowest population center of the city. I, uh, another big goof was, uh, Avalon did not do well when she was, when she and Harko split to try to, to try to help. Uh, she uh, she she rolled all of a nine on her persuasion, uh, which was just a flat out uh, failure. Uh, so what I did is that I rolled a d10 to see what percentage of people that she would get to move with her very unsuccessful check, and that came up <laughs> that came up to uh, a two. So, it's because she wouldn't go into dragon mode. No, I mean maybe she could have scared a lot more people by going into dragon mode, but that might not have been the biggest benefit to you later. I. Uh, so I. Uh, there, there was a few things that were going on behind the scene, and and I, uh, I'll tell you this now because we're out of it. I. Uh, I William and the guards were. Uh, helping that uh, so at the start of the night you had 40% that were for sure evacuating they were leaving that was between what you did the first night your your uh, ask for help from Numerath William and the guards helping uh, the miscellaneous stuff that you'd done before that So, I mean, going from 40 up to 78 is not an insignificant jump either. That you almost doubled your, you know, what you had gotten out of there. Uh, I will also tell you. No, I will not. Never mind. I'll leave that for later.
1: No, no, you already said it. Motherfucker.
2: That's such a dick tease. Uh, I'll say this. You know what? Actually, there could still be something playing off this. So I'll leave it in my mind noodle.
0: There is something still playing off of it. And I think that. Aquin was helping evacuate people. No. Uh, that was why you did not see him in his regular spot. Because he was kind of clued in. He knew that something was going down. He knew that it was happening very soon and so he started to get people out he did not have a big percentage but
2: he got some people out there was part of me that wondered that being as he just kind of showed up and I was like if he wasn't there I mean I guess he could have just been a fucking creep and still just watching things unfold but there was part of me that wondered if he was doing something I didn't expect to see him at all. I figured he just GTFO'd when shit hit the fan. He was able to tell somehow that very large dragon stuff was about to go sideways very fast. Yeah. Uh, but then when he was there, I kind of wondered if he hadn't been doing something. But I couldn't let that bleed into Arcos because Arcos has no reason to uh, want to give a shit about this guy. He was... This guy was very standoffish for understandable reasoning, but... Uh, As of right now, he's one of the wishy-washy compatriots. So Harkos has no reason to treat him with the most civility. I don't want to say none, because we're trying to be better about that. But uh, the fact that he's one of the, we'll we'll see who looks stronger, candidates makes Harkos less inclined to give a shit. Yeah. At the moment, especially with the chaos going on. That's a huge factor for sure.
0: If, you know, I get where Harkos is coming from. Uh, I I obviously know a lot more than than Harcos does. So my, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to throw some of my two cents in there. But uh, I, I gave my one cent, which was that Aquin was assisting, whether you realized it or not. Uh, so couple of couple of big points that I, I want to hit here. Uh, I thought about mm, giving you guys a heads up on what I wanted you to do. Like to give you time to have ideas. But I decided against it because I felt that that pressure of the moment would feel more genuine. Oh yeah. Definitely. I, I
2: agree. Like there was part of me, I, I had basically the same thought. There was part of me, it was kind of wanting you to give like a little bit of a nudge, be like, well, you guys could technically like having been here for a little bit and like being up in the air, you can see these things. These are probably options you have, but also I like that because of how it happened, no matter what happened it was entirely on Brad and I the results and in turn Trevor and Harkos the results of Aetherport mm-hmm. which sucks to shoulder that but it means whatever success is solely on us with no help from you no offense Yeah, it, not I that wouldn't... we would be upset by it but it would just it would looking back on it when this campaign's done or whatever this moment however cool it is uh, it would Matter less, I guess. Uh, Brad and I would still be excited about it, but in, and, right. in the grand scheme, we'd be like, yeah, and thank you for not being a total dickhead. Not that you were a dickhead by not doing anything. <laughs> um, but it would just be one of those moments that we'd look back on and be like, yeah, big fucking, really glad Ken helped us out there. And now we did okay on our onesies. Yeah. So, again,
0: I mean, I, you,
2: like, I, I agree with your choice. I, you, I, I, you, I, I like for certain,
0: rescued almost 80% of, of the city just between the two of you uh, you know that's that's nothing to scoff at and, right you know, uh, especially <laughs> especially going into a post-Syraxis coming back world that now now there is going to be a much bigger looming threat that people are going to be much more aware of and especially these people that saw it happen are going to be some of the strongest supporters of whatever you're going to do. You know, because this is the seat of power in the entire continent and the biggest players in whatever realm are here. Uh so whatever you're, you know, when it comes down to End game. If you need supporters, you need an army, you need supplies or whatever, you know, going to a person that survived Cyraxis's rebirth is going to be a much uh, more fruitful event than going to schmuck from Jimston uh, uh, in Northwestern Ribbon. You know, like that's mm-hmm. the, the impact is going to be different for somebody like that. So, you know, that the fact that you were able to get so many people out that they know that you were the ones that were trying when nobody else was, uh, you know that that means some that will mean something to the people who are left. Uh,
2: uh, I, I, I want to ask in that vein, in that same vein that we're talking about. Um, so I I have a comment and I have a question. My quick comment is the only other thing that I could th- that was crossing my mind to do was for Harcos to cuz presumably there are, there are trains that go here was for Harcos to go and try and tell the train people to let as many fucking people evacuate onto the trains as possible but the more I thought about it I was like someone's doing that. It's like William, we'll have someone doing that, or like it's gonna, word's gonna reach the train, and like unless the conductor's a piece of shit, <laughs> they're gonna be doing that, and so I thought that was wasteful. So that's my comment. My question is, in your opinions, last suggestion, what were other options that we could have explored the, outside of what we did? If you have any,
0: exactly what you said. I I thought that that would be either that or. uh between pirate ships and legal ships, uh,
2: and, and very, that was my other thought was talking to them and being yeah. like, "Hey, we need you to take on as many refugees as you can fit."
0: Yeah, like that was that was another idea that I had uh, of of possibilities that you would do. Um, there was uh, the violent thought that I thought that you would try to strike fear into people to, to try to get nope. them out, which is what I thought you were you were
1: angling for with bringing Davinia. Uh and, and nope, having her I, exposed. I I didn't. My my hope with having her exposed was more to get the oh my god, it's real. Yeah, yeah. you know, not not, not nec- maybe that. I mean, I guess that would still be a sort of fear, but not the like ah, I'm trying to scare you fear. You yeah, know, yeah. And, and and I didn't. I like I said in game, I didn't want her to do that because we're supposed to be the good guys.
2: Well. And Brad and I Wavelength in that moment Because I was like Too bad Harkos isn't nearby And my thought in that moment Was if Like I would have been there I would have been like Avalon can you show him your face Which would have been Super fucking scary For Arcos for sure Uh Just to be flashing her around Like that But I liked it Brad and I had the same Fucking thought Let's call up a herald And have them take off their skin Like yeah. let, let, let that be the thing That we use to <laughs> Tell these people
0: Uh I, I had thought uh in the in the same vein of, of you know getting trying to find uh Lord Tyrellion, I thought maybe you would try to tap into uh King jubilee that tried to get to him and or get some message to him to try to uh get him to make an announcement or you know do something
1: like that was another thing I I had I had a number of, of different things I I figured Tyrellian probably had just about as much pull.
2: I didn't want to involve the king just because I made my snarky remarks in the throne room to Cyraxxus about how he was still her king or whatever. So I feel like he's going to be public enemy number one when it comes to the Cyraxxus side of things, because he's the leader of the free people. Um... So, I don't know that I would. Not that I think Ken, again, would have been... At least Podcast Ken would have been dark enough to, <laughs> to fuck us that way. But my my brain doesn't think of Podcast Ken. My brain just thinks of Ken as Ken. So, I didn't want to involve him for, for worry. Like, when we met Tyrellian, I was going to be like, is Jubilee out? Like, is he safe? And that was the first thing that he said on his own. So... Uh, I am kicking myself a little bit for thinking that my talk to the trains and talk to the boats idea was silly. But I'm happy with what I did because and I feel like, again, the trains and boats probably accounted somewhat on their own. I could have just made them count more. Whereas had I done that instead of talk to people in town, those people wouldn't have left.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, there's right. there's a balance. And like I would have made whatever you decided to do. Make some sort of impact, you know. What, yeah. Whatever it was, I, if you guys came up with an idea, I was going to let you chase it, and the dice were going to decide. Uh You know, so I wouldn't have been like, "Well, that's a stupid fucking idea. Why the fuck would you do that?" Uh, because that's not fair. I mean, in in storytelling or in the game, like if you have an idea and it just gets shut down, the, you're not yes-anding at that point. Mm-hmm. You're not playing the improv. Uh, you're just
2: yeah, it's, You're always going to do the, the yes and the no buts
0: And at that point I'm not Doing my job At that point I should just Run a one person story podcast Where I just talk right. And that's that's To me that's not nearly as Interesting uh, Yeah. Because it's collaborative It's It's all three of our stories Not just mine uh, but a- anyway uh, sorry I could I could rant about that for a while um possible heroic sacrifices from oh, that hurts so bad from from William uh, and Lord Tyrellion
1: can we I it, it would hurt less
2: for Tyrellion to die uh, I don't want William to die not for me like Harkos doesn't even know that Tyrellium made that sacrifice but Harko like I think Harko I have such a hard time dissociating from my characters I really do like I become them when I play them and so I keep saying Harkos and it's it's a lot of times it's my feelings weirdly enough I can dissociate my anger and bad feelings from each other between the two of us but all my good feelings is both of us always so like Tyrellian was a major douche when we got in. But drunk Harkos wasn't exactly nice, and Trevor didn't exactly help smooth things over, so we weren't (sighs) great to the guy with all the money. We just looked like people that the king decided to bring in because we stopped some peasant uprising, and we were both cranky because our nights with ladies were ruined, and we weren't very kind, we weren't very regal, blah, blah, blah. So you have to take that into account. Also, not so much William, but in Tyrion and in a much shorter time span, because he wasn't an asshole, he's just a rich elf. Not to be that person, but that's what he is. And we're nothing, you know? Um, but in a much shorter time span, Tyrion has had an Ancigar arc in Harkus' eyes, you know? Because he, he right. was this awful person, then he was like, listen, I fucked up, and I'm sorry, and I want to remedy that. And in that moment, Harkos is just like, don't apologize. Just do your job now and not in a dick way. Like, I, I get it and it's fine. It, I wouldn't have believed it a few months ago. Go get him safe. And so if Harkos were to find out about that, like Harkos would be upset about both of those things. If, if Tyrion dies, Harkos is going to mourn him. If if William dies, oh, Harcos is going to I'm, mourn him. I'm not
1: saying Trevor's not going to mourn him. I'm know, just saying you, you, that you're yeah. you're saying as Brad that
2: Tyrion means yeah, a little yeah. bit less to you than, yeah. than William does. But to Nick and Harcos, like they're they're similar levels because these heroic sacrifices. We are uh, us, Trevor, Nick, Brad, and Harcos are all nurturing these fucking Ancigar moments, and I'm not about it anymore. Right. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Uh, I don't want to hurt about people that I didn't want to care about. Not that, which, which is <laughs> rude to say about William, because I, I always liked William. William was never a dickhead, but, and William wasn't an answer moment. William was just a, that, that hurt just because William's always been decent. And he doesn't, he doesn't owe this city anything, but right. knowing what we do about him and the little bit of story that we've got about him and everything, I mean, it makes sense. It 100% makes sense that he would want to do this. and Because and, the city is him. And you know?
0: from, from their perspective, these are two of the people who could have made a bigger difference than they did before all of this happened. That if they had actually checked in on these things, if they had listened to you in the first place, if, 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 if... if if any number of those things had happened that they had been able to cue in on this earlier then they could have made a bigger difference because everybody else from the council the the, the mom was Syraxis, uh Malus was a progenitor that's you know Syraxxus's parent uh, and the king the, those are the only other people but it's more important to keep the king alive Uh, those, the other two are obviously not gonna, like, help spread word to get things, people safe, because, you know, Cyraxus doesn't give a shit, and Malus loves his daughter, and is, you know, has a dark side to him because of that. So you, the two people that are left that were part of the King's Council, that they, they needed to prove something to themselves, that they could make a difference, they could make up for the mistake that they unknowingly made Uh, and so they put themselves into that situation, both of them into that situation that they're very much in harm's way Uh, and I will not reveal at the moment their fate
2: so do Mm. you know, have you already rolled it do you know I'm not going to answer that question no, you can't answer that question because it tells me nothing. It just makes me hate you more or less, depending on the answer. That's that's fair. I have not officially made
0: uh, a call on that. I have not okay. rolled for I'm, it yet.
2: I'm pleasantly
0: surprised. I uh, I thought about doing it before the episode ended, but I will do it before next episode. That makes sense. I want to so, I want to keep myself okay. on the edge of my seat.
2: But just just to just to um, manage expectations that do, that is not indicative that that information will come out next episode depending on how things play right No. like we would have st- stuff dominoes will have to fall that we have to come across that information you're not just gonna roll stuff and then that will be part of the narrative of that episode no. No. okay. I just wanted to manage mainly Brad's expectations but also mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cuz no. I know I know Brad, it'll pop into his mind and be like, "Okay, cool. So are like are they alive or dead?" You're like, you don't know. Be like, "Bullshit, you said you'd roll." I did, but you don't know. <laughs> so now we know that uh that we we need to be investigative when the time is appropriate. Yeah. Oh god, oh, it sucks. Oh god. Um
0: so much stuff what this is a thick episode
2: yeah what, yeah for and and honestly i think it's i think runtime wise it's going to be a little shy of our re- like it's going to be around the same but it's going to be one of our shorter regular timed episodes <laughs> um just because our, our pre-show was a little longer yeah uh but what how how did you like my my lie to get people out i wasn't expecting you to go that route uh, given given the situation, I
0: I wasn't expecting that, and I think that it's so perfectly played into the expectation of the people because you had you had the information that uh, the, the the king quote the king quote unquote was cracking down. Uh, that people were already somewhat suspicious that some other things were happening. Uh, uh, you had these pieces to play. You ha- you had these cards that you could play, and I think that you played them in a a, a really solid way. Uh, and th- that's why I gave you advantage on that on that particular role is is because you played the cards that you had in a in a uh, a succinct but specific enough way that people would be like, okay, yeah, that, that, that tracks. I'm going to get the fuck out. Uh, I he,
2: liked that a lot. I, I don't like having Harko lie because he doesn't, he's never been one to really do that. He, he's doing it more when it's necessary and he's trying to do it in such a way that they're more white lies. I mean, that one was a pretty blatant, everything I just said was false. But I think the only part that he really felt guilty about was throwing gibbous under the bus by being like, "Hey, your stupid fucking childish king did a dumb thing, and so y'all are in danger now."
0: Yeah, yeah I but mean that's
2: I, eh, yeah, that's shady, but, but you know that's that's. I mean i I already I was already talking about it in a previous episode, like in in episode content that Harkos doesn't think uh, like when we sent Lenara to the ships. That's what it was, uh, and she was like, "What do I tell him?" And I was like, "Not." And she was like, "The truth." And I said, "Nope," because that doesn't work. And maybe now that Syraxis is out, the truth will work, uh, depending on who we talk to and where news travels and all that. But up until this point, the truth doesn't work. We've tried. Harkos, again, because I don't necessarily enjoy doing the lying thing, Harkos doesn't know why we have to lie. Like, what's the point? It's scary, and people need to know that shit's coming. And so he tried to do it, and no one gave a shit. And so this was a moment that he needed people to give a shit. And so I just thought about I was like okay so what what information does Harkos have as his disposal so I don't have to just craft a lie out of my ass <laughs> and all I could think about was I was like well, I could just say that the king did something stupid with his army that everyone knows he's not making quote unquote There's a... Uh, uh,
0: not to not to interrupt you no, but that, uh, that
2: was that was basically the end of the thought so
0: I uh, I really like inspecting heroic morality mm-hmm. and it it is interesting for me uh you know what what hero lived their life in a completely moral fashion
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh did did they get to do the things that they did by being completely honest and good all of the time? And I I cannot believe that the answer to that is yes. Because I there there is the situations like this is like you know that if you tell the truth, nobody's going to believe you because nobody has reason to believe you. So is it more moral to let these people die for truth or live for a lie? Right. Which one is better? And the answer is neither of them. But you you have to you have to figure out where you you lie on that spectrum is like, can I justify me doing something that is technically wrong to do something good in the long run? What
2: what am I going to lose less sleep over? Am I I going to worry about at night when I close my eyes? Am I going to see me lying about the dark magic erupting from the keep? Or am I going to think about every single person that died? Yeah. that I couldn't get to because I didn't try hard enough. And not that I didn't, not that if I would have told the truth, Harcos wasn't trying hard enough. But he knew. Like, it would have, it came down to the fact that Harcos, like exactly what you just said, Harcos knew if he went down and was like Cyraxis is coming and you need to leave, they would have okay. Like, no one would have fucking listened. You still would have had me roll it, but the DC would have been preposterous because it's, it's astronomically uh, uh fucking... Not gonna happen. That people are just gonna up and go. Oh yeah, the dragons that no one else believes either. Yeah, no, we'll buy into it because of the earthquakes. Yeah, like it, and and so that and 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 that is the thing. I mean, Harcos at, at at the end of the day, that will make him feel better. And they've done that with other stuff anymore. Like I think when superheroes started out, they wanted them to be these super beings. But as stuff has progressed, I mean, even fucking Superman, which is like the poster boy for perfect hero has had fuck ups in his comics and shit. So the most recent, the Henry Cavill Superman movies, uh, when he fucking fought Zod and destroyed the fucking city. I mean, that's a super not moral thing that he did. He that, That's why Batman hated him. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> Martha, but yeah, no, I, um, I I didn't I didn't feel bad about lying I just I didn't I didn't like having to slander gibbous a little bit because he he's not a bad guy he's a little naive but that's not his fault I mean he's he's a happy-go-lucky guy he's in a big city nothing bad has happened for a long time like he's in a cushy spot and that's okay that he's that kind of innocent Um, and ultimately no one's gonna fucking come at him for it and if he finds out that I lied about it I hope that he's just appreciative that I saved some of his
1: subjects
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, but any other uh, I think we're coming up against our time here so is there any other final thoughts, questions, concerns or comments before we close up the trench coat
1: not that I can think of yeah, I don't think I have anything. Alright. Well, uh, I'm Ken. I'm Brad. And
2: I'm Nick. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Love you. Stop. It. Stop in.